Hey, yo. That's my little homage to the wire. By the way, if you haven't seen that TV show yet, you need to check it out. Anyway, how's it going? Uh, me again, let's talk about the universe. Uh, let me talk about, well, let me start with the universes that exist only in the minds of your favorite science fiction authors. I think I was, I think I was 11, maybe 12 years old when I read my first science fiction novel. Okay, I can't even remember where I got it from, but it was there and I read it. But I tell you, it completely blew my mind. The book is called Only Forward by Michael Marshall Smith. That shit twisted my brain in goddamn mobile strips. Yeah, check it out if you can. Only Forward, Michael Marshall Smith. I'm not too sure though, I'm not too sure how it'll hold up though. You ever notice that? You ever notice that the golden things of our childhood way too often don't, uh, don't hold up in the hard, cold, bright light of adulthood? And I reckon that's because growing up is the process of removing all trace of magic. Yeah, and it's necessary, but it's also kind of fucked up and it sucks sometimes, well, a lot of times. Anyway, back to the universe. So the jump from science fiction to science. Again, I'm wondering if most of us went the same route. Yeah, um, because what would happen was I would read these books and they'd have these mind-blowing concepts, so I'd have to see if they were true. Yeah, and often I usually did that by going down to the Super City Library. And... And so I had to try and find out. And the first fact, the first fact I can remember trying to verify was the knowledge that the sun is a star. Fuck, I almost got into a fight over this in primary school because I found out, I checked it out, and then I had this discussion with a, with a, with a classmate of mine, and he, he was like, there's no way the sun is a star. The sun is a sun. And I was like, no, it's a star. Oh, my God. And, yeah, anyway, and it got me started, okay? But the whole thing got me started on this journey that's, that's traveled from the black hole at the center of the universe to this morning planet of ours. All right, um, enough of that. Let's, let's, let's get some did you know up in this bitch. That's me trying to be Snoop Dogg and failing. Okay, so did you know we found a planet almost 4,000 light years away that's made entirely of diamond? I mean, no bullshit. And you can, you know what? You can check this out for yourself. We found that shit. There's a huge cloud, a few million, uh, a few million times the mass of our sun, floating around near the center of our galaxy. This cloud, yeah. This cloud is basically a giant river of raspberry-flavored rum. I'm fucking serious, guys. You know, I wouldn't lie about booze. Booze and grog, don't ever lie about that. The biggest collection of water in the universe is 10 billion light years away. Yeah, it's 10 billion light years away. It's got 140 trillion times more water than our oceans. That is a lot of water for grog. We stand on a planet that spins on its axis at a thousand miles per hour while orbiting a G2 star at 1.5 miles per second. Yeah? All this while, our entire fucking solar system hurtles towards the star Lambda Hercules at 45,000 miles per hour. The universe, guys, that shit moves like the love child of Usain Bolt and a leopard. What would a child like that look like? Anyway, we live in a time when our science is giving us the ability to witness the magic in our universe. There are nebulas shaped like unicorns. There's a Mickey Mouse looking logo on the surface of Mercury. There are cold stars with a temperature of around 25 degrees Celsius. And I read about this shit and I get excited, you know. If the universe is infinite, then every single point in the universe is also the center of the universe because every single point is surrounded by an infinite number of other points. We are at the center, the end, and the beginning, the alpha and the, and the omega. 
I don't know about you, but that shit is mind-blowing. You know, we build instruments that allows us to gaze into the farthest abysses of space. We're about to launch a project, or maybe we have. We're about to launch a project, not, not me, but like the species. We're about to launch a project that will scan one million stars over a span of 10 years in an effort to detect signs of alien civilizations. All right, exciting times, people. We live in them. You know, when you think about it, just... Some of the stuff that's happening as far as astronomy is concerned, it's amazing when you read up on this shit. Every star in the night sky is a look back in time. You know, we bathe in light that is sometimes older than us. Light has traveled an almost incomprehensible distance to fall on a little planet third from its parent star on the arms of a spiral galaxy. Think about it for a moment. Yeah, think about it for a moment. The closest star besides the sun is Alpha Centauri. And light from there takes a little over four years to reach us. Your three-year-old child is younger than that light. There are stars in the night sky whose light hits your eyes after traveling hundreds, even thousands of years. Our brains, you know, our brains fucking struggle to comprehend the vastness of the universe around us. So we blink ourselves, all right? We make up nursery rhymes like twinkle, twinkle, little star uh, to shield ourselves from the heart-stopping largeness of it all and our smallness in it, yeah? Think about it. Uh, twinkle, twinkle talks about a flaming ball of matter powered by nuclear, power, nuclear fusion over a course of billions of years, and there you are singing it to your child. We create our gods and we make them figures that can protect us because the universe is scary. The universe is dark and in the cold light that falls through our atmosphere. To hit our eyes, we can see that the universe just doesn't care, you know, but we have to do something to believe anyway because that helps keep the darkness away. You know, but that there is also released with strands of wonder at the correctness of it all. On both the micro and macro level, we keep wondering why it all works so well. We wander on our pale blue dot. By the way, that's Carl Sagan. If you haven't read that book, The Pale Blue Dot, you need to check it out for yourself. It's, it's amazing. And, and the thing is, and the thing is, in our wandering and in our wonderment, we argue about how it all happened. You know, the theologian says it's God. The scientist says it's a natural consequence of, consequence of physics. Who sets the, you know, who set the galaxy spinning and who lit the nuclear fusion fires in the hearts of stars? You know, I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think it really doesn't matter that the universe is so vast and mysterious and deadly and beautiful that what human beings think it is, is irrelevant. And by the way, this is in no way a popular religion, but I can't see how something that could make everything, every single thing, yeah, from the smallest to the biggest, could be concerned about whether or not you're screaming his name in church on Sunday. And the same thing with scientists postulating all the theories about this and about that. And don't get me wrong. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's hopeless. Actually, you know what, if you think about it, there's something weirdly majestic about us striding all over the place, like the pinnacle of creation. We just need perspective sometimes. All right, um, that's it for, for now. Again, thank you for listening. It goes without saying I appreciate, I appreciate any feedback you might have. Be honest, I'm a big boy. I can take it. Please don't make me cry. Ladies, masturbators.